Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Alexandra Graziano, who will be featured in our Wine Country Women Heritage Families book. She is also an enologist for her family's winery, Graziano Family of Wines, in the Yukai area in California. Alexandra, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so happy to be here talking with you. You are just darling. I am so excited to be sitting here with you and sharing your story with all of our listeners. So let's dive right in. First of all, it's quite impressive that your family has been making wine for over 100 years. You're an enologist. You started working for the family business when you were a teenager. So by now you can probably do everything in the wine industry would you say that might be accurate <laughs> just about i mean i can work in the lab i work in the cellar i help out with shipping i do all of our website work i am a terrible forklift driver though please don't ask me to move anything <laughs> that's one thing i really need to work on but but most everything else i have a pretty good handle on i've, I've had really good teachers though in my life all of the people that i work with are fantastic so I got really lucky with that your family right my family and all but a lot of our employees have been with us for over 15 years so they're kind of my extended family too that's fantastic was it inevitable that you'd work in the family business or did you ever entertain doing something else well I think my father was really smart and not pressuring me because I have a little tiny bit of a rebellious streak (laughs) so I think he thought if he pressured me I'd just push back So he said, this is always an option, but I want you to do it because you love it, not because you feel like you have to do it. And so I toyed around. I maybe wanted to be a vet or a chef and or a pharmacist. And then I started traveling with my dad and working with my dad and working outside with my family. And I just thought we'd have these long dinners together where we'd eat food that we had grown and drink wine we had made and it was just so much fun and just to be so close with my family. And I thought this is silly to do anything but this. So, and it just, the love just grew from there. What a nice thing to say, because not all family businesses and family members who work in the family business can say that. So that's, that's wonderful. What do you like about being an enologist right now? Wine tasting? (laughs) I mean, that is the most fun part of the job. My uh, dad and his assistant and I make all the winemaking decisions. And it's just so much fun to, again, sit around the table together. Right. And decide what the wines need or how they're doing and revisiting what we've done and kind of make notes, notes about it. And that's just, I mean, come on, we're drinking wine. I know. That's the best part. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about the wine. How many different varietals do you make? At any given time, probably over 30 different varieties. Oh, my goodness. Mostly Italian. We have four different brands. So we have St. Gregory, which is all for Pinot varieties. 
And then we have Graziano, which is all for stuff that was historically grown in Mendocino. Um, Anotria is for all the Piemontese grape varieties that we grow, which is where my family is from. And then Monte Volpe is the rest of Italy. So, and but we do we've got some custom crush clients, and they do all the Bordeaux varieties. So we've I think I did a list, and I think we usually make around. 50 60 varieties in our winery oh my goodness that's just incredible how many cases of wine does your family produce ourselves probably around twenty five thousand cases a year but we bottled for custom crush and other clients um almost fifty thousand last year right well i just care about your wine right now (laughs) but from a business standpoint that's that's really wonderful um, because those crushed custom crush clients help uh, generate some nice revenue and they're again we've been working with a lot of those clients for decades so they're a most extended family of mine too so we've i like i really love the family aspect of all of this of being so close with everyone that i work with as you have continued to work in the family business is there one person that has really helped you with your career that's mentored you or that you can speak of? I mean, my dad has just been, I, I call him a walking encyclopedia. He, he's had masters, he's had conversations with master sommeliers, and they've kind of gone back and forth about a topic, and he, you know, my, the sommelier's walked away and been come back, hands waving down, going, you were right, I was wrong. <laughs> and he has just helped walk me through so many things on you should read this book. We're going to do this new project. Check these wines out. And he has this great wine cellar. So growing up, he would pull these old wines out of his cellar and pour me a glass and say, what do you think this is? Where do you think it came from? And I'd randomly try to guess, and he'd be like, okay, you're wrong. <laughs> but, this is, but this is what it is. And then he would give me this whole history lesson and why the wine's important and why it's so good and what that region was about and and then so I have this knowledge aspect and then in the winery too he's he's right behind me he's going use this trick use that that trick this is why we do this or that and if it's not him it's his assistant Chasen who's like my other dad (laughs) he's the one that kind of gave me weird welding instructions and taught me how to work on the bottling line and do all the kind of boy, like other boy stuff that you get to do in the winery. So they both really helped walk me along the the path. So what do you aspire to be? That's a good question. I really want to come into my own as a winemaker because... My dad has, or I have really big shoes to fill from my dad, but I want to do the things that I want to do as well. But him and I are kind of on the same path, but I want to kind of make some more of my own decisions too. Um, And it's hard because, like I said, we do go the same direction. Right. And I don't want people to think that I'm just doing it because he's doing it when really I do, like, I think the course is true (laughs) and right. So, but I would just like to continue on making these new varieties and kind of obscure wines 
like I really wanted to get into even though we're Italian I really want to get into some of the Greek varieties because I love them. I think they're fantastic. Like all the wines coming out of Santorini are just to die for. I think so. Well, I've got somebody to introduce you to. Ooh. We'll talk about that later. But that's fascinating that you want to deviate from your heritage and move on over to Greece. But also pretty cool too. It is a little challenging for you right now because maybe challenging is not the right word. I mean, it's great that your taste and your father's taste align from a winemaking standpoint. But at some point, I imagine um, he will likely surrender the reins to you, at which point you might want to put your own mark on, on your wines. What do you think your style will become? What do you think an Alexandra Graziano wine will be? I think, um, or what do you hope it will hope, be? Hope it will be. I would really like to push for, I mean, we're already very good at, at aging our wines. Mm-hmm. Most of our, our red wines see over two years in barrels. Um, our Nebbiolo usually sees three when we do produce one. But I kind of want to push the boundaries on a little bit too and do some more older stuff and I know that in the markets that can be hard but for the people that know and love our wines I think they appreciate that about us and I want to just extend that I want to release we made we made one cab and it's a 2018 and it's fantastic but if I had my way, I would have let it sit in barrels for even a little bit longer. Or a Nebbiolo that sits in barrels for six, seven years. That's when they get all those really great characteristics of violets and leather and dark chocolate and just push push the boundaries a little bit more. Maybe you can twist your father's arm to let you do that with a barrel. Yeah, I've been, I've been <laughs> tossing that around in my mind for a little bit. So, so we'll see. Right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. How can someone taste your wines if they're interested? Because you do have a, a fascinating portfolio of wines. What's the best way for them to taste your wines? We have a cute little tasting room in Hopland. It's about uh, 45 minutes north of Healdsburg. So that's a nice little spot to be in. It's right off the freeway. So it's a good on and off stop. But we have a great online store and we ship to you know most shippable wine states in the u.s and if you don't know what you know what the certain wines are we've got a lot of background information on our website and our tasting room manager john is amazing he's like what do you like i can point you in whatever direction let's get some weird stuff sent to you oh that's that's pretty cool so he'll help guide you and and it can be a surprise yeah And a sample pack of sorts to try. exactly. Top moment of your career so far? I know it's early. Yeah, it's it's early, but I've had a lot of really great moments. Um, A few years ago, before the pandemic, we had a kind of local, um, like, big wine dinner. And my dad went, like, during the dinner, went, hey, hey, you're going to talk. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, have, you're gonna give a speech, and I went. But you didn't tell me I was gonna do this for this dinner. I mean, there was a couple hundred people there. Yes. And he goes, "You'll be fine. You know what you're talking about." And I said, "Okay." And I was so nervous. And I got up and talked about 
one of the wines that we were serving during this this dinner right and seeing everybody around all these tables holding a glass of wine I helped make and like actually paying attention to what I was saying and really caring and being just I don't know just like so considerate and like oh we love your wine and I'm going this is so cool that you know I'm so young and everyone is kind of cheering for me and like still giving me respect and I just went wow like I think I'm like I think I might be in the right going on the right track so that was really nice and where was that I'm curious that was at or what city um it was in Hopland oh it was in Hopland yeah okay okay well that's nice you should feel proud of what you um, what you're a part of your family's business. I just I wanted to, I always wanted to work for it. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to be handed anything. Handed anything. I didn't I didn't want to be the princess that just sauntered in and thought she could do everything. Well, so. don't you think you have worked for it? I, oh, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Based on what I know, you have. So. Yeah, all the cleaning and power washing and, oh, yeah. Forklifting. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> what scares you? <laughs> oh, God, failure. Oh, just like no every, failure. Just like everybody, I think, though. Um God, this is so morbid. I'm just so scared of losing my father too soon because oh. he lost his dad when he was 16. Right. And he's been such well, a... Well, you're mit- past 16. I am past so. 16, but I haven't had kids yet. And his when his mother died, that was one of her biggest regrets was never seeing her grandchildren. And I'm just like such a daddy's girl. Right. And I just really want him to be with me in these later part of the years to hopefully be even more proud of me when as time goes on so that's probably my biggest fear but we're you know knock on wood i (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) oh there we go (laughs) you know we've we've been really lucky in the fact that you know we're we're still going and healthy we're, we're still healthy and the business is still going and doing really well so i just want to continue that Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. Well, let's shift on to your personal life now. You grew up in Yukai. Correct, Yukai. I'm not saying that quite right. <laughs> it's, a, it's haiku backwards. Oh. I don't know if that helps, uh, no. but that's our... Uh... But I'll just, I'll, uh, I'll just not say it anymore. <laughs> Where do you live? I live in town. So okay. I I bought a house a few years ago with um, some money my grandmother had left me before she passed away to help put a down payment on a house. Which is super sweet. I know. She was amazing. You could have bought a home anywhere. Why did you choose to buy a home in the town that you grew up in? Ukiah is a really funny place and where as most people who grew up there leave and don't come back. And... I left, and I've traveled all over the world and across the U.S. thanks to my parents taking crazy road trips. And for whatever reason, just there was no place like home. And I always joke, I love my little podunky town. Well, <laughs> and, that's good. Yeah, and so I knew 
I knew that I was going to come back and I was going to stay. So that's where where I settled my my part of my roots. So I have my little house right now, and I'd like to have my own ranch one day, but baby steps. Okay. If we take a step inside your home, what would we see? What's your decorating style? I like everything very natural. Wood, mm -hmm. stone, leather. I have a really weird hobby. I, I do taxidermy as a hobby, so I have like a crazy carved buffalo skull and um, some... I also like to hunt, so I've got deer skulls and like hides everywhere and plants. I'm one of those crazy plant ladies. <laughs> uh, well, plants, there's nothing wrong with plants. <laughs> they yeah. provide oxygen. My my partner probably thinks I have too many. He's oh. probably like, this, she's a little crazy with her plants. Well, watering them can be a pain sometimes. <laughs> so very light and airy, natural woods, leathers. Okay. I love being outside. Okay. That's just always I want to be outside. So I tried, I tried to make the inside of my home to be as much like the outside as possible, if that makes any sense. It does. So when you kick back and relax, which room do you go to? Usually the living room. And why? I have a big cozy couch and the cozy wool blanket. Okay. I like to curl up and read and have a glass of wine or a cup of tea. Okay. Which warrants the question, what kind of music do you like to listen to when you're curled up in that couch? Ooh, Relaxing. My partner has a record player, so and he, we both love kind of old rock music, so I'll put on like a Fleetwood Mac or an Eagles record or some Almond Brothers. And, Super cool. Yeah. So old school and old rock. Yeah. Very, very retro. Love the retro. And my wool blanket's very retro looking and it's fun. Okay. Other than your own wine, what do you like to drink at home? Are you a wine girl or do you have the occasional cocktail? Do you like beer? What's your beverage of choice? I'm a, always a wine girl, but sometimes I, I do really like bourbon. I have a weird bourbon appreciation. What's your favorite bourbon? What's your go-to bourbon? Four Roses is actually my go-to bourbon. Okay. Though I just bought a bottle of um, Angel's Envy. Oh, the regular or the rye? The regular. Okay, good girl. Yeah, so... And what prompted you to get that Angel's Envy? Well, I needed some... I Since it was St. Patrick's Day there other day I wanted to make some Irish car bomb cupcakes and I was out of I had Buffalo Trace before mm -hmm. as you rotate and I went to Costco and they didn't have it and I went you know what it's been a long time since I've had Angel's Envy I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that one you know and it's a super cool bottle to have on mm -hmm. your bar <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh yeah okay well that's that's good to know you alluded to that you've done quite a bit of traveling. Is there a trip that uh, has great meaning to you that you could share? Oh, my goodness. Um, going to Italy for the first time, obviously, was really special to me because of the heritage aspect, of course, and where my family came from. And going to Italy, is it's just such a different place. Mm -hmm. Everything is just so incredibly different that... 
Do you still have family there? I do. So that's the pandemic pushed it off, but our we were supposed to go a few years ago to go see my family up in Piemonte in Asti. And the soon, so probably next year, we'll make the trip to go see them again. But just the the culture and the food and the lifestyle is just so much different than America. Yeah, it's fantastic. It was just really special. And I went with my family, too. So we road tripped through half of Italy together. I mean, the three of us and or four of us in this tiny little car, like packed to the gills with our little suitcases, just driving through the Italian countryside. (laughs) And, you know, you really get to know your family when you're crammed in a small car for thousands of miles. And that's fun and somewhat treacherous, (laughs) which might make it more fun. Well, you still like each other today, so that's good. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's a true test when you're on a trip like that. You've alluded to some hobbies that you have, but I do want to ask you, do you have other hobbies or do you collect anything? Um, I love gardening. I start all my plants from seed. So my green it's springtime so my greenhouse is just packed full of starts. I am I keep saying I need a bigger greenhouse. I have no more room. <laughs> yeah, and then they go, they graduate from the greenhouse to your house, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the garden. So, oh, right. So that's that's been really fun. And I also have a really horrible turquoise addiction or just Native American jewelry is the craftsman. I, anything handcrafted. I just really appreciate anything that someone put the love and time into doing. I don't care if it's like a beautiful piece of furniture or art. My grandma's an, a painter. And just, I love it when people just put their heart into what they do. doesn't matter what it is, because you can see, you can see the passion there. And I really love that. A great appreciation for what it's taken to do something. Exactly. So is there something that people might be surprised to learn about you? Although there's several things you've already mentioned that I was quite surprised by. My dad likes to joke. I mean, I know I'm all about women empowerment. Then that's kind of why this is maybe a little funny because I get I tease my dad about it all the time. But he likes to joke that I'm the son he never had because I like I I like to I have a big diesel truck because it's kind of hard to tow a lot of grapes with the Prius, even right. though I, even though I love electric cars. <laughs> but I drive a big truck. I change my own oil. I work on it. I love to hunt and fish and hike. And he, he my dad's just like she's kind of like a boy, but she's a girl and she's amazing. And I'm like, I don't have to be like a boy. I'm just a girl that likes to do outdoor stuff. <laughs> You are a girly girl, but, I, but yeah, those things that you just listed are very, very impressive. But I was lucky to have a mother who is just this, she's an angel. I mean, my dad and my sister and I are all just crazy Italians, <laughs> and my mother's just a complete angel, and she's just, she's been amazing in the fact that she's been this perfect I mean, I can't say anything other than an angel, and she loves fashion and, like, always just looking as good as she feels. And so she kind of gave that to me, too. So I love looking like a lady. I just like to do dirty things while looking like a lady. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, just doing it all. You're just kind of like every guy's dream. (laughs) I don't know if I'd say that. (laughs) Your boyfriend better appreciate. 
Gucci. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he does. He's the best man in the whole world. Well, then. So. One lucky fella. Bucket list. Have you oh, have you created a bucket list? I have. What's one or two things on that bucket list? I have to go again with with Greece. I haven't been to Greece yet, and I just have to go lay on these Greek beaches and drink Greek wine. It sounds just spectacular. So why are you so obsessed with Greece? Did you watch the big fat Greek wedding and get hooked or something? <laughs> I don't know. My, it was one of those kind of moments, I think, where my dad planted this little seed in my head and didn't know that he did because he told me, he showed me the, the grapevines they grow on Santorini. I mean, these weird little basket vines in the volcanic rock and you just you just go how are they even alive they're basically living off the salted the salt air and he goes oh you should try the wines from them and i did and it just snowballed so and it's just gorgeous there too the moment yeah. you look you just go oh i definitely have to go here now with the buildings on the side of the hill and the pretty blue water and yes i agree it's quite uh enticing mm -hmm. for sure but you you definitely have a common theme going right now about greece maybe the boyfriend needs to take you to greece yeah, i think we need to go to greece mm -hmm. maybe you could propose there we go cough 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 just kidding <laughs> wink wink <laughs> wink wink <laughs> well probably on that note we should wrap things up <laughs> i like to wrap things up with five very light-hearted questions so you ready i'm ready okay what is your favorite flower? Ooh, I have so many favorite flowers. Okay, one of your favorite. I love just big, beautiful lilies. There's something about a giant bouquet of just Lovies. big tiger lilies. Okay. What's one word that best describes you? Determined or stubborn. Okay, one can... word. <laughs> Deter I'll use determined. It's a little bit nicer, I think. Okay. Who is one of your favorite actors or actresses? I love old movies, and I'm, I mean, everyone loves Audrey Hepburn. She's just a doll. Um, Steve McQueen, I'm on a little bit of a Steve McQueen kick right now, too. Okay, which one is it? Oh, I don't know, I have to go with Audrey Hepburn. Okay. She's just an angel. She's a classic. She's classic. For sure. What is your favorite Italian dish? Mm. I'm a sucker for some good gnocchi, mm. like in a cream sauce. Yeah. Okay. That's my like feel good gluttonous moment is just a big bowl of homemade gnocchi. Okay. And tell me a few items that are in your nightstand. Ooh, um, candles. I'm a big candle person. I usually keep a stack of books. Okay, tell me too. one or two books, because you've talked about books a few times. Give um, me a I'm, title or two. I'm reading one called American Buffalo by Stephen Rinella. He's kind of a cool guy who's enlightening people, I guess, on hunting. He's a very, like, conscious, um, very intelligent man. and he But he also does a lot of, like, kind of animal history and American history and does has a lot of informational books. Um, there's another book that I'm, it's huge and I can't remember the name of it, but it's about Lewis and Clark 
and all of their expeditions. And it's incredible. There's so much about U.S. history that I had no idea I did not know. <laughs> Fascinating. Anything else besides books and candles in that nightstand? Um, Maybe one more item. I have a gun in my nightstand. <laughs> okay, I mean, well, there's she that is too. A hunter. Uh, yeah, so I am a that. No, I, I I try to keep everything pretty like pretty clean okay. in my house. I try to keep it really simple so I can focus a little bit more on like being a good girlfriend and a good cook and paying attention to. I joke that my my boyfriend and I need a bigger house because we have two humans, two dogs, and two cats in a 1,200 square foot house. And so just the simpler things are, the better, because I would rather just love all of them than deal with anything else. On that note, (laughs) I will simply say, Alexandra, it's been a great pleasure getting to you. No, the pleasure is all mine, Michelle. Thank you. Visit WineCountryWomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.